I love wine, but sometimes it can get really expensive, which is why I'm so excited that today's episode is brought to you by Last Bottle Wines. If you don't know, they're a Napa-based online wine shop with a twist. They offer just one hand-picked wine per day until it sells out, which is often in hours. So new day, new wine, always at incredible prices. We're talking 30 to 70% off retail. And the best part is that there's no subscriptions, no fees, and no minimum purchase. Just a daily email with a really great wine. They're offering Datable listeners 10% off your first order with code Datable. And now is such a great time to join as their marathon sale is coming up on March 28th and 29th. They flip that one-day rule on its head and offer back-to-back deals, which means that wines are only up on the site for a couple minutes at a time and shipping is 100% free. They send us a mini marathon package of some of their favorites and let me tell you, they were delicious. Sign up at lastbottlewines.com and use the code DATABLE and find out why Last Bottle is the most fun way to discover and buy amazing wine. We are so thrilled to be partnering with Hinge. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. As you all know, I'm a huge Hinge advocate as I met my partner of almost three years on the app. Even before meeting him, Hinge was always my go-to app because I met more relationship-minded people here and had some great dates. Clearly, I haven't been on the app for a little while, but I re-downloaded it to check out some of the new features. One that stood out to me was the voice prompt, my best friend's take on why you should date me, where your friend can hype you up. Not only does this make the profile creation less daunting, but it's not always easy to see your own green flags. So to test it out, I asked UA some fun prompts to get her take on what I could put if I was dating again. So the first one, how long have we known each other? What was your first impression of me and how has that changed? Julie and I have known each other for almost 10 years. My first impression of Julie was that she's very social, but I've learned that she has a lot more depth to her beyond the social butterfly that she is. My next prompt, what do you think are my green flags? I would say she's deeply loyal. She believes in love, curious mindset, and she is fearlessly ambitious. And then last but not least, what kind of friend am I? Julie is the kind of friend who will always have your back, no matter what. Damn, that feels nice to hear. So download Hinge and try voice prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. Hi, I'm Yui Xu. And I'm Julie Kraftchik. We're active daters turned dating sociologists. Here to dive into everything modern dating and relationships. Welcome to the Dateable Podcast. Hi, friends. It's another brunch talk where we answer your burning dating questions. Do you have a dating conundrum? Well, Julie and I are here for you. Yes, we are every day of the week, but especially (laughs) on Sundays. And if you haven't subscribed to our podcast, make sure to do so now so you get our long form content every Wednesday as well. And on to our question, which is, I'm dating someone who's going through major mental health struggles. Should I continue dating them? And for more context, I just ended an off and on situation with a great guy that's going through serious mental health struggles. And while he was sweet and said the nicest things, couldn't give me what I wanted. Did I make the right decision? 
this is when we conflate someone's personal issues with our own wants, needs, and issues. And in this case, whatever this person's going through is independent of what you brought to the relationship, independent of what you wanted in the relationship. So if they're not able to give you what you want, it's very clear that that is not the right relationship for you, regardless of what they're going through, right? Because at the end of the day, it is about this person not giving you what you want in a relationship. The right decision is so hard. I like this part, like I could feel the pain in it because it's really hard to let go of someone that treats you well and you love, but you just know it's not going to work long term. But it's really hard. And I don't want to undermine that. I feel like I went through this for years, so I get it. And I think like as someone that came out on the other side that eventually, you know, did have to pull the plug on a very similar situation, I think I wish I did it earlier. Like that's in retrospect, Mm. because you can never meet the person that's going to meet your needs if you're tied up with someone that isn't. So while it's hard to say, like, did I make the right call? And you don't know right now because you haven't like seen the other side yet. But I really think in a couple years or whenever things play in with someone that can meet your needs, you're going to think that you made the right call. Yeah. And it all makes sense in hindsight. But while you're going through it and not to put words in your mouth, Julie, but when you were going through this, you had your healer hat on thinking that this person's life would be so much better with your help and you genuinely want to help them through their struggles. And when we are in a partnership, that's what we want to do. We want to see our partners happy and healthy. But there also comes a time where you are sacrificing yourself, your own Mm -hmm. mental health, your own needs. Yes. At the expense of helping someone who may not actually need your help. Sometimes people need to go through their journeys themselves. And I'm glad that you were able to realize that, Julie. And I think to our listener who wrote in this question, you've arrived at that conclusion. You can't help someone when you are losing yourself. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely the hardest part of it is that you now are like going through something, right? Mm -hmm. In regard to them doing it. And it's hard, especially for women, I think, to put ourselves first. Like you have to be like, is this good for me? And it's really hard when you like love someone and, you know, day to day, it feels good. It's just, you know, it's not going to work. That is very difficult to put yourself first to be like, no, I can't be with this person. But I think that, again, you clearly recognize it from what's happening. So it's the right step. It's like, how do you just now get out of this second guessing the decision? Because that's the problem with this on again, off again. It's when you second guess it, and then you're away from them for a bit. And you just remember all the good times you had together. And then they come back and you're like, oh, yeah, this person that loves me and I love them. Or like we have this deep, you know, attraction or understanding to each other. You almost like forget about the problems and then it's a cycle. So breaking the cycle is the best thing you can do for your own mental health. Oh, sounds like you're speaking from experience, (laughs) but you recognize (laughs) (laughs) what you're sacrificing 
missing, which is your sense of self. And when you lose your sense of self, how can you really be there for someone? And I'm sure there are these thoughts going through your head, like, if he really cared about me, he would want to work on this with mm-hmm. me. He would allow for me to help him. Yes. He see that I'm so good for him. But it's not a, if he liked you, he would. If he cared, he would. It's not that kind of situation because he's not at full capacity. His cup is not full and he needs to work on that himself without your help. You are not going to be the one to get him there. Nobody else can get him there except for himself. And hopefully he recognizes that too. I want to go in a little more about just like, what do you do when this person comes back? Because they will come back. But before we do, let's hear a message from our sponsors. This episode is sponsored by Vaya. We all know there are things that can help set the mood in the bedroom, but did you know a little THC could also do that? Yes, Vaya has developed a unique blend of pleasure-enhancing cannabinoids, libido-strengthening herbs, and a low dose of THC all into one mind-blowing gummy called High Love. This gummy, wow, it will awaken your senses, increase blood flow, and intensify any sexual experience. I've been pleasantly surprised by the High Love gummies because it is just the right amount of THC for me to have a good time without feeling sleepy. And hey, if THC is not your thing, Vaya also offers a wide array of other gummies without it. And everything legally ships in 50 states with discreet packaging directly to your door. So if you're over 21, you can get 15% off and a free pack of award-winning Dreams THC plus CBN sleep gummies with our exclusive code DATEABLE at ViaHemp.com. That's V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com. Let the gummies work their magic. Head to ViaHemp.com and use the code DATEABLE to receive 15% off and one free sample of their sleepy dream gummies. That's ViaHemp.com and use the code D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E at checkout. Take your passion and pleasure to a whole new level with high love from ViaHemp. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. We are so excited to share with you our new podcast exit interview. Dates don't usually end with a satisfaction survey, and yet we rate everything in our lives, from Uber drivers to local coffee shops. So why don't we do the same thing when dating? We're here to conduct the ultimate romance review, featuring daters hungry for love who have agreed to call up old flames to gather honest feedback. Welcome to Exit Interview. He upgraded himself to business class while I was in economy. <laughs> Wait, wow. What? <laughs> There's feedback that will make you cringe. She could be a little bit hard-headed, like not reading the writing on the wall. And feedback that will make you swoon. But she said that she had feelings for you. I had no idea. Really? And maybe you'll learn a thing or two yourself about how you can be a better dater, lover, or partner. Obviously, like, knew I was going to learn something. I didn't expect this. Welcome to Exit Interview. Listen to Exit Interview on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
I think especially with mental health too, clearly we don't know what's going on in this situation. But sometimes, you know, people feel better from time to time and they think they can do it. They want to be in a relationship. Distance makes the heart grow fonder. They're away from you. They realize what they lost. Maybe they do realize you actually would be good for them. And then they realize once you're back, they don't have the capacity again. It's very hard when the reason for on again, off again isn't because like they don't like you. Mm -hmm. So what do you do when they come back? Because they will come back. They will. They will reach out because they enjoy your company. They enjoy your healing energy. Of course, they want to be around you. But the question is, are they ready for you? And yeah, sometimes it's really hard when you feel like you've already moved on and then they pop back into your life and you're pulled back into a few months ago or, you know, a past time again. So when they do come back, it's so important to remind them of why you broke up in the first place. I think sometimes people have amnesia and they forget and they only want to talk about the good times. Let's start this conversation with just a reminder this is why we broke up in the first place yeah like what's changed if we're gonna revisit it what's different this time around i think this one in retrospect i kind of wish i like blocked earlier and just like didn't Mm. engage as much it's really hard though like when someone like hasn't been an asshole to like block them right it's like they haven't done anything wrong they're not like a bad person there's probably actually a lot of love in this situation so it's hard to be like, I'm going to block them. But I think ultimately you have to protect yourself. And there were times even with my ex that I didn't block him, but I did tell him like, hey, I'm not going to respond to you if you reach out. Like Just so you know, like because I need to like heal and move forward from this. And like by the end too, like I had to really be firm with that boundary. And I think it's hard, but you have to put yourself first with it. And I really do believe like if it's meant to be again, Like your past will cross in a future time, but you can't wait around for that. And you can't be the one to heal them, to get them better. They need to do that on their own. There are a lot of mental health specialists out there that can help with whatever the person is going through. Like that isn't your job. And the reality is they're actually probably better off with someone that knows what they're doing opposed to like their girlfriend helping. Amen. Yes. So that's something when you're going through the breakup, Think ahead and establish your boundaries then if you can be forward thinking like that. If you can say something along the lines of at times when you want to reach out to me, make sure that you consider my feelings, that you respect me. And then if you are to reach out to me again, things have changed on your end. I mean, I think this is one of those situations too. Like it sucks that you have to be the one to like hold it down. Yes. Because like it's already you like being like I want to be with this person but it's not working yes and now you have to be like I really can't talk to you like that's a really hard position to be in it's funny because we hear of all these people being like I want to reach out to my ex but then they don't want to talk to me but this is like the reverse it's like this person does still want to reach out but you know they're not good for you and it's really hard it's really hard but you do have to have that strength and just know that something better will come that is someone that can meet your needs because ultimately think about the relationship with this person too this has helped me it's like do you want to be in like an up and down relationship because any on again off again relationship by definition 
there's like highs and lows. It's a roller coaster. It's not a stable relationship if one day you're together and the next day you're not. And that just cycle keeps happening. Is this the relationship you want? Like objectively think about that outside of the person. I'm giggling because I'm debating whether I should even divulge this. But I was watching porn that was made by women for women. Oh my God. Okay. And they all have a storyline, but the storyline is the same in all of them, which is your ex comes back and tells you they've changed. That is the storyline yeah. of all the porn. So I realize for so many of us, we fantasize about this oh, moment. Totally. Right? Of totally. the ex coming back. Be like, things have changed. I've worked on myself. I'm not the same person. I'm so ready to be with you. I think we need to change that fantasy because. Yes, it has happened before. And yes, it could happen to you. Yeah. But the better fantasy is you meet someone who's better for you, who's right yes. for you. And that person could be another rendition of your ex after they've changed, or it could just be a brand new person. That's a much better, more realistic fantasy. Imagine what you had with this person and they're mm -hmm. actually ready for you. <laughs> yeah. How amazing would that be? As opposed exactly. to someone that is still working on it and still there's a struggle of, I don't know, maybe I'll give you everything that you want. No, I, do, I can't. Like, wouldn't you rather be with someone whose cup is full, who's ready for you, who's ready to give you everything you want in a relationship, and you also feel the same way about them? That's a fantasy we should be writing porn around. It really is. And honestly, that was my fantasy for years. Like, oh, yeah. it's going to change. Yep. It's going to work out. Because I really did believe like this person is the one and it's just like they need to figure out their shit and then it will all work out. Yes. But let me tell you, with my current partner, like this thought of my ex doesn't even like pop in my head anymore. Because it's just like, mm -mm. it's so clear now of like how that was not the right relationship. And it really does take you getting out of it. So give yourself grace, like mourn the process, stay strong. It's hard again when you don't have that. All you're seeing right now is like no one. So you're like, oh, my ex like seems good. Yes. And I miss them. But like there is someone out there. It might not be tomorrow, but one day you're going to realize like you made the right choice. And if you already had that revelation, like I need to leave this, stand by your gut and stick with it. Yes. And to answer your original question, you made the right decision. Good for you. We're you made the you. right decision. Yeah. Yes. Stick to you it. Did. And again, if they come back one day and you've seen a lot of proof of change, you really need to dial in, though, of what's going to be different this time around, because then you're just in the same place again. It could happen. I don't want to say it can't happen ever, but the best thing for you right now is to move forward and be open to whoever comes in that is the right fit for you and not just this person. Yeah. Stop fantasizing about it get rid of that fantasy. All right. Thanks for sending in that question. We appreciate your vulnerability. And for anybody else who has a dire dating situation, you can send us <laughs> your question by emailing us hello at datablepodcast.com. You can DM us on social media at datablepodcast. You can also bump up your question to the top of the queue by leaving us a rating and review in Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars. And in the body of a review, you can ask your question there. And then Julie and I will go Ooh, priority. We'll answer that next. That's how it works. VIP. If you're shy, you can also just give us five stars and write us an email too and say, I gave you the five stars. Honor system here. We'll trust you. <laughs> or Spotify. You can't actually leave the review there. So drop us a note. Say, I left you a review. 
actually this one. This one came through an Instagram DM, but they did say left you five stars. So that's why we're here today. All right. Thanks, y'all. See y'all next week. See you next week. The Dateable Podcast is part of the Frolic Media Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Dateable Podcast and visit datablepodcast.com for access to all the episodes in our premium programs. Also, make sure to subscribe today if you haven't already on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform so you are the first to get all the latest episodes. And most importantly, stay dateable. say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.